calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Are you watching closely? Hello and thank you for downloading the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gav Murphy and if you've been listening to the podcast for the last two years at all, you'll know that we've accidentally become the world's only and therefore best podcast all about the prestige. So this is a little extra special prestige themed podcast for you that was recorded live at the Rio Cinema in Dalston. Now we invited you lot along to come watch the prestige with us. Uh, Some people watching for the first time, which is amazing. And then you stuck around to hear us basically go on and on about how much we loved the prestige but before that we dug into the IGN UK podcast archives I make that sound like it's a really hard job but actually I mean all our files are just stored on the internal service is not that much of a pain in the ass really but we went and found I think the first time we ever talked about the prestige on the podcast which is actually Joe's first episode way back in March 2016 what is your favorite film my favorite made, film ever ever made <laughs> And we'll judge you forever on this. Yeah. Can I have two? No. Okay. The Prestige by Christopher Nolan. Really? That's yeah, a, good so. a, good a good choice. That's a good choice. That is the best film, film and maybe the best film. It's a really good film. Yeah, Cooper's a big fan of that as well. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like, it's a hidden, well, no, I can't, I'll spoil it. That's the best thing about yeah. it, saying it blows, anything about it. Like, even the second time you go back and watch it, it just, like, blows your mind. I would love it. It's almost better the second time, Yeah, right? and like, there's new oh. stuff every time you watch every it as well. It's totally seeded with things. I would love to what I would have loved to watch that film with you with the first, the first time. time I bet you just like those American people shouting at the zero what what's going on he's <laughs> <laughs> what if we only knew how out of hand this whole thing would get uh, right here's the first part of the podcast for you um, please excuse the poor audio quality and slight buzz but I mean you're not paying for it are you and this is all little nice extra stuff isn't it uh, so please don't have a go yeah <laughs> And one thing to notice, just before the live show started, we got Rory and his very similar-looking brother Colin to perform a version of Alfred Borden's Transported Man. And we refer to that a few times in the podcast, so just letting you know in case you get confused. So this is the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gav Murphy, and today I'm joined by the incredible Daniel Kruper. Oh. Kemi Way Incest. <laughs> and the spectacular Joe Scrabbles. 
the people who had never seen the film before, what do you think? Right. So we really all the people. All right. Six of the, I'd say, fifty odd at the start thought it was great. The rest undecided. <laughs> That's brilliant. Is it like is this mad thing where it's become the silliest thing that we talk about a lot mm. um, to the point where it's unprofessional. It's unprofessional. <laughs> well, it's ruined. It's ruined a lot of our junkets. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think you saw from the video. Lots of people just go, "Why are you asking that question?" Like, and, uh, Our boss is like, you seen the videos BuzzFeed again from these junkies? <laughs> you were saving all these for a montage, for a podcast. We're going to do it on a Sunday, and we're going to get drunk, and we're going to show it to a big cinema. So it's going to be great. <laughs> Al is not happy. <laughs> That's why he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely furious. Al does not endorse this podcast. <laughs> um, so if you watched it for the first time, if you watched it again, like... What we basically, every time we watch it, we text each other or speak to each other about things that we notice. Like we fucking just had a conversation in the wings going, what about when he said this though? And we were like, yeah, this, like, we, you notice stuff all the time. I thought you were going to be like, oh, we were over there and we were like, it was, it was Christian Bale. <laughs> the whole time. It's obvious when you know. I was over there going, Rory's got a brother. <laughs> but that's the weird thing about the movie. When you watch it again, knowing the secret, and it is kind of banal. It's like when she finds out this bullet just comes out with a magnet. She's like, oh, it's really boring when you know. Yeah. But when you watch that movie, it's so brazen with it. The first thing you see Christian Bale in that, doing that movie Absolutely. is take off a fake beard. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't so. be more obvious. Um, and that's the thing. But we talked about it yesterday a little bit. We were like, I think the people who love the film, don't give a shit that it's quite clearly Christian Bale the more that you watch it. But I think the people who enjoy it, like, they set out to show you it's a fucking magic trick from the start, and they're brazen about it as well. well. It's, it's misdirection in one sense, like, all the way through you're being shown what the trick is. Yeah. At the same time, it's misdirection for what genre that film is. It's a yeah. science fiction film the whole time. No one tells you until Ackerman goes real magic <laughs> also so what, any criticism I think you have in the movie always outflanks you as well because there's a yeah. bit goes the secret is nothing that's yeah. the least important part it's the trick you use it for yeah. so it's not about the twist it's about the journey to get to the twist it's almost Nolan saying that in the film he's like I don't give a fuck if you see his beard like it's a good <laughs> it's gonna film do it. it's going to take it off in the first scene <laughs> so what we've done right is we've come up with some of the things that maybe if you saw it for the first time you haven't seen it for a while Maybe there's some things that you miss. So we picked up like some of our favorite bits, right? So my favorite one is just an amazing bit, which they give away so, so quickly. And uh, it's basically when Angier is reading uh, Borden's notebook. And you think that the line is about uh, Borden and Angier, but he says, we were two young men at the start of a great career. Now, if you, like I say, like if you listen to that, you go, shit, that's about Angie and Borden, but well, it's not. Again, misdirection. The camera shows you Angie and Borden yeah. as he's saying it. It's fucking amazing. And like, and so uh, the format of this bit, we'll just be saying a bit from the moving way. That was fucking Jesus brilliant. Christ. That was, oh, no. <laughs> I'm not for that. You clever git. <laughs> but there was like another bit as well, like to, uh, in a similar vein, like what um, we talked about earlier is like, there's a bit where he, uh, she, he says about Olivia going, uh, she must help us rid ourselves of Angier. It's like, rid ourselves? They're fucking just telling you. It's become more and more brazen. It's like, yeah. I think you got it. Yeah, let's play with them a bit more. <laughs> it's like someone dangling their keys. It's yeah. a time that people say to Angier in that movie, it's a double. It's yeah. a double, mate. Yeah. And he's like, you just won't have it. But that links into my one, which is that oh, Angier is obsessed with the idea that it can't be a double. And yeah. so you become obsessed with the idea that it can't be a double. There's got to be another twist. Yeah. 
the people around him, like you say, all know, including fucking nephew at the start, yeah. knows that the bird has a brother. Yeah. And it's like, that is Nolan just going, he's the bird, get on with it. <laughs> I also really like that bit because when, when the born his little boy, he say it, he goes, you little shit. His face, <laughs> you li- his face genuinely, what, he's crestfallen. I reckon his theory goes, never let this kid in. Yeah. <laughs> if the nephew knows, what's Angier going to do? He must be l- livid at himself, Angier. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. That's good, isn't it? So yeah, the, I think the most... That's fucking good. <laughs> I think the first one that you pick up on after you see the movie is the I love you not today. It's horrible, it means yeah. more on the days you mean it. I think yeah. today you look more obsessed with magic. Yes, I and, do. Well, yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, but you can like roughly map the two brothers. I think there's one called Alfred and there's one called Freddy. Yeah. And because there's a bit where he goes and sees Scott Johansson's character, Olivia, and she go, calls him Freddy and goes, yeah. no, 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 that's not my name. Some days it isn't right. Yeah. And you kind of go, that is really sad. They're living this half a life. But yeah. then when you actually think about the logistics of it. Yeah. They're not like both found women that they love and like what Alfred goes home to Sarah and Freddie goes home to Olivia. They're sharing at 50-50. Yeah. That sounded really crass. I didn't mean that. Um, but <laughs> Daniel. Like, <laughs> I could have said taking turns. That's way worse. Oh. Um, but like they're living this like half alive, not yeah. going like we can both have a full love life. Mm. I'm going to sacrifice that. Yeah. So that means sometimes Freddie is seeing Sarah and Alfred is seeing Olivia. Absolutely. Which like... The logistics of that is really horrible because they're being with a woman to better maintain the illusion. Well, there's yeah. that amazing bit where he, once Alfred's in, uh, no, Freddie's in prison. Yeah. Alfred's saying, I love, oh no, is he? I don't know. Anyway, he's, at some point, <laughs> That's complicated. he's, well, having, he's, the, have, he's having dinner like, with, with yeah. Scarlett Johansson yeah. and she says, you could be in any other restaurant saying the same thing. Yeah. And he could me. be, because his wife just hung herself. Because there's two yeah. of them! I don't know if you know this! But, but, but also, like, the, really, the thing that I was th- always think about, which is really sad, that it's Borden that hangs, and he apologises for Sarah at the end. Bo- I don't think Borden and uh, Alfred know who the father of a little girl is. Well, because... that's what we were thinking. Oh, like, we yeah. were taking it to an extreme, like the logistics of that. Yeah. Do they know? And Powers asked this really incisive question, where he just went, Hi. do you think they made... There you go. Hang on. Um, hey guys. And he goes, um, do you think they made their pubes match? Yeah. <laughs> and like, in that power's way, it's cut to the heart of the matter. It's because that keen mind that we treasure here on the IGN UK <laughs> podcast. Also, speaking, speaking as a magician, yes. uh, would you and your brother do the same pubes? Like you got to make sacrifices to keep this, this life. As, right. Do you know how many goldfish balls I have between my legs at all times? <laughs> those are just his massive bollocks. You are strong as an ox. I've noticed that about I, you. I'll be out with my girlfriend, and I'm like, oh, I love fish and chips. And she's like, not today. <laughs> uh, I, I don't believe it. Some days you mean uh, it. It's, Some it, days it's you mean fickle, it. contradictory nature. <laughs> it, this has taken a weird turn in that you're implying that Colin sometimes goes on fish and chip dates with your girlfriend. Yeah. Sacrifices, man. Powers doesn't like cod. Uh, I, I just want to let you know, Powers, I know like from the back of the audience, it, that might have looked like it was two, two of you. Yeah. I, I don't think it'll translate outside, just in case you were thinking, like... That's not going to work well for my next show. (laughs) Right, you're saying this. My dad was an identical twin, and occasionally my mum would get phone calls from her friends going, just so you know, I've seen your husband in town with another woman. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, I don't know to this day, could have been my auntie, might not have been. (laughs) Fingers crossed, it was my auntie. Um, So we've got another one as well. I think uh, the standout performance of the entire film, uh, it's not Kristen Bell, it's not Hugh Jackman, it's not those little birds. It's Ackerman 
is Ackerman. What Ack- we- Ackerman known as that guy from Frasier. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Evil the Cat from Earthworm Jim, we found out earlier. You were very excited there about you go. it. We're, we're, a, game, we're a games play. podcast, it's fine. Um, but, what? Uh, Cardi told us. <laughs> um, so, the bit where he comes to see uh, the new transported man, and, uh, oh no, it's the new... The, what is it? The real? The real transported man when he comes to see the fucking Tesla one. Alfred, um, Freddy, etc. Yeah. Uh, when Ackerman comes to see that, and uh, uh, obviously Hugh Jackman goes in, he doesn't come out, and then Ackerman goes, well, that's nothing. Like, it's worth nothing without the prestige. And then as Hugh Jackman comes back, Ackerman looks like he fucking shits himself. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he is so scared. And he's like, pardon me. It's very rare to see real magic and then but actually if you think about that what the fuck has Ackerman seen it's the words <laughs> it's the words afterwards yeah. where he says yeah. it's been a, it's a while been a very yeah, long yeah. time since I've seen and then Angier cuts him off yeah. <laughs> there's an extended universe to dig into here yeah this is where the prequel starts this was, this was pre-MCU what and you... I'm fucked off about it there could be prestige Spin-offs all over. What did you say at breakfast? Ackerman's Adventures. Ackerman's <laughs> Adventures would be the best Netflix series. I but, couldn't imagine. But it is bonkers, though, because if you start to think about the implications of that and start to think that Ackerman... Ackerman? Ackerman! Ackerman! Ackerman. Wait a minute! <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, when you start to think about the implications of that, that is some terrifying shit going on. Oh yeah, I mean, look, he's been shown. Yeah, real. Like he's see, he's just seen cloning, and he's like, you should have seen this other yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's like, it's extra important as well because there's a lot of times in that movie where someone who owns a theater is shown a new sh- a trick for the first time. Yeah. And every time that happens previously in the film, they always go, "Oh wow, I've never seen that before. Like yeah. I haven't seen this version before." No one has said yet. That's <laughs> actual magic. Yeah. That's the first time it's ever really mentioned in the movie. Yeah. Well, because Cutter keeps talking, keeps cutting on about wizards. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, full disclosure. So uh, my brother, who was not that man, um, <laughs> saw the movie before me and he uh, came back and told me all about it. And he gave me the worst synopsis. He was like, it's about these two battling wizards. <laughs> I was like, this sounds amazing. No, yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like he knows how to sell a movie to you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing, didn't he? And there's fucking electricity all over the place. <laughs> it's got David Bowie in it. There's a guy called Ackerman. <laughs> I really love the... The moments, well, it's kind of, it's kind of two scenes stuck together along the same theme, which is when early on they both go to see the, um, ah, Chung Lee Soo, I think he's called, and him doing the goldfish bowl trick. Yeah. And the fact that you see on Borden's face immediately, oh, he yeah. knows. He's doing the American Psycho face, which yeah, is absolutely. <laughs> but also, he's, he's like, oh, I love a magic trick, mate. Yeah. He also does it instantly, he just goes, fucking yeah, he done him. Absolutely <laughs> done him. He, I also like, Hugh Jackman's looking at him, oh, shit, he knows. Yeah. I haven't got it. Um, <laughs> Just a minute. <laughs> Why don't you tell me what you think it is, yeah, exactly. and I'll tell you what I think it is, and we'll know if we're both right. Yeah, okay, right. Write down it. in the journal. But there's so many <laughs> bits of that conversation, or those conversations around that moment, that are so amazing to think about in retrospect. So when they're having the chat afterwards, yeah. Angier doesn't question him. He accepts that he knows that, and he didn't know that. Yeah. Which means you'd think he'd work it out again. Angier's an idiot. <laughs> And also, straight afterwards, Angie is having a chat with um, his wife. Yeah. And she, he gives away the fact that he's Lord Coldblow. Like, yeah. 
an hour, two yeah, hours before yeah, yeah. you see that. It's this amazing moment of just like, by the way, there's another twist. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you want, you want twists? Yeah. I got a twist. <laughs> oh, a twist coming out my ass. Um, before we go into Cooper's bit, there was a bit that we both talked about um, where Angie says, when they're talking about like how they're going to they're gonna do the first version with of the double. trick. With the double, yeah. And uh, he says, when I'm finished with him, he could be your brother. And he says, I don't need him to be my brother. I need him to be me. And then if you've seen the film, you're just like, Come we're, on, we're all, mate. We were all sat next to each other at the back, just like constantly touching each other's knees. Going, oh, it's happened again. <laughs> he never learned. Also, um, <laughs> he's I an idiot. I love that actually what we've stumbled on is that the prestige is sort of a farce about Robert Angier not realising what everyone else <laughs> has. <laughs> I also love that Root looks like Nigel Thornberry. Yeah. Yeah. Root is one of the great comic creations in a film that's not very funny. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, to be fair, there were. I know some funny bits there are some really funny bits we were laughing quite a lot I like in the yeah, first I, scene with Borden and Andrew where he's like really arsy about yeah. it like, oh you think you know knots as well as me do you <laughs> yeah, do, yeah do you do you I, do, oh, I do love so. that we started the whole podcast or the whole screening by saying please don't make a lot of noise give oh, things no. away from people we're just pissing ourselves at the back oh, yeah. to a silent theatre as soon as Ackerman people. walked on we were like yeah he is fucking lad like, we, I can see Simona over there nodding Dale was going real magic he said it I, was, I would think I was the only one that cracked up at the start uh, when Hugh Jackman goes to Christian Bale, where's he from? <laughs> and, and, or sorry, he goes to Michael King, and Michael King turns around and goes, where are you from? That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was amazing. The bit with Root behind the boxes where he like ushers him out and then just turns around and goes, oh, well, congratulations on a lovely performance. <laughs> the best bit is when I went to the toilet during it, uh, Powell's inside, having a very smelly poo. Sorry, man. Um, it happens. Stage fright. Uh, it was just after the bit uh, where he says, like, no one cares about the man in the box, it's about the man that comes out. I said, you fucking hear that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> share about you and your brother on film. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> final one. Um, the what knot did you tie? So, um, repeatedly at the beginning of the film, I think Freddy is the one that's more in love with magic. So he's pursuing this like, the better trick, let's perfect the trick, let's try the line yeah. for double. And they're like, it's not a wet knot. You will, she will never be able to slip it. So I think he's the one, he ties it. And then Alfred is the one that attends the funeral because he feels bad about it. Yeah. So when Andrew interrogates him, what knot do you tie? He doesn't know. Yeah. He wasn't the one that you tied You don't it. know? <laughs> I love how he says that. It's so weird. He says it again. He's at his wife's funeral. And there's that bit where he like opens his mouth but can't quite get it out. He just goes... <laughs> You don't know! <laughs> it's so weird. It really so, echoes so, lovely so, as well inside the little thing. It's really weird because you dress like it. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, early on, before everyone came in here, this was all empty. I saw Joe walk off. I thought he was a ghost. He <laughs> <laughs> looked like he run the cinema in the 1920s. Honestly, I will never find anything I do as funny as when I appeared at the top of there and went, man's reach exceeds his imagination to an unsuspecting also, four again, people. Like, in a similar way, like when we walked on to applause at the beginning, which was lovely, thank you. In my head, there was another version of you right below you just going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing this podcast for four years. Joe, your front teeth look weird. <laughs> Also, like, I've seen you, I think, out of all the lines that we do out of it, the one that I think I've seen you do most is Root's uh, Great Danton one, which I think would be pretty amazing. The Great Danton. <laughs> so good. Also, uh, this, uh, we're just getting into lines yeah. we like from the yeah. film. I just want to say one more. Okay. Uh, the bit where he comes out and just goes, there is simply too much magic for my stage. At the Pentagious! <laughs> I can't stop That's saying it, that like, about 
everything. He's, like, Freddy is such a bellend. He's such a dickhead. He I think the bit as well, like, when they go, when they meet on the, um, what's it called? Fucking the horse thing. Merry-go-round. Merry-go-round. Um, when they go to meet by that, and he goes, um, Yeah, horse place, horse circle. <laughs> but he, go, he goes, to, he says to her, Sarah knows, uh, she knows something, so yeah. if you can just help me out, help basically, me out. stop being a fucking prick. <laughs> well, the, the worst, stop the being worst to my wife. The whole, I heard you have a go earlier. Oh, the horrible scene is when all four of them have dinner together oh after God, Fallon yeah. was buried. He's yeah. obviously celebrating the fact that he didn't die that day. Yeah. He's been on the piss since lunchtime. Yeah. And he turns he's away to Fallon. As well. And he's having to go to his wife. Fallon's just going, I can't say anything because Fallon. Yeah. Do, you know, Don't, <sighs> do you know what's mad about the implication of that scene? Because he's just come from a show. He says yeah. he's come from yeah. a show. Yeah. Which means he got dug up, yeah. got out of the Fallon makeup, yeah. put on the professor makeup, <laughs> did a show <laughs> with trauma and the other brother. had enough time to get off and his the, head. the other brother in the graveyard didn't go, I'll do this one, don't worry yeah. about it. I've got this one. Yeah, so you've had a tough day, I'll take this one. <laughs> yeah. Sacrifice, lads. Sacrifice is what it takes to do <laughs> real magic. As we've learned from watching the proceeds time and time again. That was the first half of the podcast. Good, isn't it? Um, in the second half, we switch things up a little bit and Dale, Rory and Cardi lead and answer questions that people left for us on the day. But before that, but before that, here's me and Joe speaking to Andy Circus ages ago about his time on The Prestige. On this podcast, we pretty much talk about The Prestige <laughs> yeah. every single really? day. Obsessed. Yeah, we're obsessed with it. It's our favourite it, film. It's weird. No, like, every sing- it's weird. Every time someone joins the company. Yeah. Someone goes, you've seen The Prestige? And they're yeah, like, I love The Prestige. It's yeah. just it's this amazing. Incredible thing. I absolutely love that film. Yeah. I, mean, I really do. You, you it's know, so good. It, it's a brilliant piece of filmmaking. Mm. And and it was this sort of film that came in between, you know, Christopher Nolan's big, you know, Batman movies. And then he just suddenly went off and, you know, wrote this with his brother. And, and, and it is just... I think it's a beautiful piece of filmmaking, and I got to work with David Bowie. So yeah, you know, did you that, just um, get to hang out with Bowie on set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know how I'd even do that. Yeah. It, just, it just sounds like <laughs> it's made it up. Was, yeah. he, he was so lovely and unassuming and funny, and mm. I mean, a real wicked sense of humour, and didn't take himself too seriously. Um, and he was playing Tesla, of course, yeah. uh, brilliantly. That's the thing. But he's it, doing this crazy accent. You're doing a crazy accent as well, like together. <laughs> and you're both these like very British people. I know. And 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 he kept saying. Oh, I, don't, I don't sound a little bit too um, what was it he said he said I'm not a little bit too Clouseau am I he was just like and then we had this hilarious thing with the cats you know yeah mm. he could barely keep a straight face because we had this du- this dummy cat that we had to you know the, the, all these cats that were being you know t- teleported and transported mm. and recreated um, but he, <laughs> he he just couldn't. He, he found it. He really struggled to keep a straight face with these these stuffed cats that we were playing with every time. You know, anyway, anyway, it was funny at the time. I I, I just. I'm just imagining wa- imagining him wading through just a big pile of dummy cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh he was great fun. He was such great fun. Ah, and he lovely. Right, here's the Q and A. All right, welcome back, everyone. So, if you were someone that put one of your little questions in this very magical hat, the hat has now appeared on stage, wondrously, and we're going to read through some of your questions. So, thank you so much for writing in. Question number one. This is mad. <laughs> How did you do the I brother did. trick? <laughs> they, they were supposed to check these. What is your favorite spell? <laughs> Not even a trick. Literally. Didn't think to get that one first. <laughs> Someone has gravely misunderstood what that was. <laughs> um. 
Incendio. <laughs> Is that a spell? Yep, why not? Oh, okay. Uh, I like that one from Sword in the Stone that makes shit really small and puts it in a briefcase. <laughs> That's mine. Okay, I like the real, real, real transported man. Uh, that, that is not a spell. spell, that is a trick. <laughs> I'll have you know. Oh, God. Uh, throw, it, throw it to the sofa. What do you guys think? Favorite spell? <laughs> <laughs> what a mad question. Uh, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen it. Next question. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ooh, this is a really important one. Why did no one else dress as a magician? Why only Joe? <laughs> Joe? Because my friends knew I was going to do this. Gab said he was going to wear at least a waistcoat, and then he forgot it at the office. Who keeps a waistcoat at the office? Whoa, it's such a bad excuse. I'm a professional. You never know when you need to do an emergency magic trick and look either like a snooker player or a magician. <laughs> so I keep it there just in case. Thank you. In my defense as well, I think you'd all be very weirded out if me and my brother had matching magician outfits. <laughs> so at least it makes sense for me. I just the Nike wrong. magicians. The <laughs> Nike magicians. It's called just, street magic, Daniel. Just Actually. do it. It was a really funny thing as well because we were like, are you sure you guys can do this? Do you have uh, same clothes? Do you have any clothes that are the same? We got loads. We got loads. Yeah. We got absolutely loads. It's like, are you a grown man? We got loads. We got loads. The hard part is finding days we don't match. All right. It's a real trick. <laughs> Top five Nolan films in order. Oh, it's, Ooh. it's good to have a list at times like this. <laughs> Let's have a look. I think it's safe to throw this one over to Simon Cardi. Well, I'm not going to speak for everyone. Carly wanted five. that entire first bit to be why The Prestige <laughs> isn't Nolan's best film. We're like, oh, I know, you don't know that yet. <laughs> it's not. Don't you know um, it's off by heart, Don't you know it off by heart? Number mate? five, <laughs> Interstellar. That's good. Yeah, it's a good film. Uh, <laughs> We're going to need a little bit more from you on this, Cardi. <laughs> I think he's lots of people here. <laughs> It's good to have a list at times. Yeah, it's especially when, when it's a hundred yeah. films that you have I've to got it wrong already. Number five, The Dark Knight. <laughs> Number four, Interstellar. Number three, Memento. Number two, The Prestige. Get out! <laughs> Get out of here! Uh, number one, Inception. It's a good film. Oh, it's a good it film. is a good film. film. Yeah, it's a better film. <clears throat> no, not quite. Both good films. <laughs> Jackman, Bale, Bowie, fuck, marry, or kill. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go fuck Bowie. Yeah, I, I think that's the obvious. Answer, marry right? Jackman. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. he can do anything. Kill Bale. Anything. Kill Bale. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Kill Bale. Yeah. yeah, well, we're in it. Imagine the stuff yeah. Bowie could do to you. Ooh. The things oh, he's seen. He's seen me. Fuck me. <laughs> that guy could fuck. <laughs> You show up and there's like a hundred of them from the machine. You're like, oh god! <laughs> it's like it was real. I built it. <laughs> I love if that's on his tombstone. This guy could fuck. <laughs> uh, next question: Are any of you secretly actually fans of the Illusionist? Ooh. No, absolutely not. I got to be uh, brutally honest. I have not seen it. Hate it. Uh, apparently, <laughs> I would hate it. We actually talked about this yesterday a little bit, and we were like, I haven't seen it for so long because I think I watched that. Then I watched the Prestige, watched that, and went, well, Prestige is better. But I would like to maybe watch it again because I think obviously it's seen it in the light of compare. Not that I'm going to be able to not compare it to Prestige now after this. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think like we talked about it yesterday, and the things that it does in a mad way is kind of set around the same period. Um, and like Nolan obviously just goes, well, I'll just do the tricks as they would be performed at the time. 
But what the illusionist does is just go, like there's this awful bit with a tree growing. And you just go, why did, that was, like as you said yesterday, it was like, that was based on a real trick. Why didn't you just do it that way? They could do it, why couldn't you do it? There's actually one bit in The Prestige that I actually really don't like, and it's when Christian Bale takes his wife home for the first time after he's being all flirty, and she doesn't let him in for a cup oh, of tea, yeah. but he appears in the room, <laughs> yeah. and that is, that's bullshit. Yeah. I think that's bullshit, because I'm like, did he go out and in a window? Yeah. Did he sneak behind him? Have you, have sorry, you seen The Prestige? Have you not realized <laughs> The Prestige? It's his brother. Uh, he wouldn't have brought his brother out, not in Fallon's outfit, with the same date. This is an intervention now. <laughs> okay. Not speak for us. Of course it's his brother. Every time they're adamant that they swap between him, one is Fallon and one is him, they would not be in plain clothes outside on a date no, in public. But the reality is much worse. He's just wearing a flat like a fucking creep. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think like that's the thing. They are, I think, as you say, like it is weird that they do, they do say one of us is always Fallon, one of us is always Borden. But at that time, that obviously was not happening. And he decided, right, I know we, we've made all these rules, but one of us could have sex tonight. <laughs> so, so let's just go a bit mad. The thing that is mad, and we talked about what we were doing, it was just like, what, what does she think just happened? Yeah. <laughs> there was a line when he goes, um, you think that's going to stop me? Yeah. 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 Let me rapey that one, isn't it? <laughs> but also, if, if she like, walks into the room and sees him in, in her kitchen, yeah. she's like, oh, that's weird, opens the door, and he's just standing there like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to open this one again. But I, I think, the, the, obviously, the trick is... The, reveal is so good that she would go fuck me he is well good at magic as, as, it, <laughs> as it goes let's have sex <laughs> I do this isn't even from the hat but I just want to know have any of you guys tried to use magic on a date <laughs> no because none of oh. us can do magic <laughs> I've seen Daniel do the card thing <laughs> have you done on a date to you guys and sometimes you see how it's done <laughs> what do you think work is you know that's not just a one long date <laughs> we do have a magician in the audience mr rich Beerpock. i think unfortunately he's sitting there so we can't embarrassingly call him down to do some magic because that would have been great <laughs> but i'm sure he'll be around later on and we'll do some magic for you. and there's fucking no way he hasn't brought his cards with him because i've seen him bring his cards some pretty slow stuff I mean, we could make him do real magic with the blank cards we have. <laughs> Imagine how hard that would be. Real test. All right, next question. This is a great one. This week, I ripped my trousers at work. When have you needed an illusion to cover an indiscretion? Ooh, very good question. <laughs> Anyone? No, Jordan uh, Blank. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of times where I wish I had a double that could have been like, I was out last night. <laughs> I feel like shit today. I know we're meant to switch like in the little bit underneath the stage. I just go in, just go in today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been a very long time since I've worn these trousers. <laughs> and I've been in quite constant fright that there's going to be an explosion of some kind involving a gut and the rest of it. I once, uh, I once ripped my trousers quite badly on a, in a bouncy castle. And, and, the, and the prestige was to get off of the bouncy castle. That was basically it. Dale, if you ever need any magic to get you out of a sticky situation? Oh, not I can think of. I've also ripped my trousers while bowling, but I just stole it out. Carried nice. on for the rest while of the night. bowling? What yeah. are you just doing? Long lunges, mate. <laughs> I've ripped he my plays. trousers, uh, ripped my shorts while playing football and had to 
run to the nearest shop and I end up playing the rest of the game in. Came back, like, scored a winning goal. What were you worried about? <laughs> and it had these like blue Hawaiian floral shorts with the cheapest. So I finished the game in those. <laughs> we lost. <laughs> <laughs> what would the IGN UK team be obsessed with if the prestige didn't exist? Overwatch. Oh. I think it is Overwatch, right? I think you'll find it's the illusionist. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. I feel we'd have much less to talk about on the podcast, and I'm not sure what we could have corralled people to come to watch um, on a Sunday afternoon. I think it'd probably just be Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk about Inception yeah. quite a lot, to be fair. And it is it's got the same of... ending as well. Michael Caine's reuniting someone with their kids. But unfortunately, none of us get what really happens in that film, so... <laughs> Wait until six months from now, we do an Inception screening here. Yeah. And my trick is like, I'm climbing up the walls and shit. It's bad. <laughs> just like, it just goes wrong. Colin's just hanging by a wire being like, I don't even fucking work here. <laughs> oh, you succeeded our imagination. <laughs> All right, and last and final question from the team. Who would be which character from The Prestige? Oh, I'll just be nice. Michael Caine, why not? I was going to say, that's my Dale thought is 100% it? the ingenieur of yeah, our podcast. Yeah, I'm the man behind the scenes making it all work. You can be Fallon then. <laughs> okay, yeah. all that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, Daniel agrees. <laughs> Joe is root. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, no. If I was a little bit tall and thinner, I'd like to think that I was root. Um, <laughs> but, um. Ackerman. Are you Ackerman? Yeah. I'll be Scarlet. You could be. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Is that everyone? Has everyone been assigned? So. Don't know. Uh, Kruber Kruber hasn't got one yet. We don't have a Daniel. He's Tesla. Tesla. Easy. I can see that. I can see that. All right. I think that about rounds it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've been watching or oh, listening to the IGN UK podcast, then obviously you'll know they were obsessed with the prestige. You may also know that we play a little game. And we don't have the jingle, so please sing it. It's Keyword Countdown. Keyword Countdown. Time for Keyword Countdown. It's Keyword Countdown. Time for Keyword Countdown. It's Keyword Countdown. That one's a good yeah, no, thing. <laughs> okay, if you don't know, IMDb categorized their films via a bunch of crazy keywords. Uh, what I've done, or what someone who's helped me and forgot to put his name on has done, <laughs> is taken five keywords, 10 <coughs> keywords apiece. You guys here, couch versus table, have to guess what the film is and what the link is between them all. And there is a link to Prestige, it's not magic. Uh, it's not all of the people that are in it, so I'll just let you know that right now. So um, don't shout out, because it does uh, make this feature fall right on its ass. Uh, here we go. Come on. Film number one. Reluctant Hero. The Prestige. Hitch. Spider-Man. Not Hitch. Hitch. Hancock. Hitch. Hitch. I fucking love Hitch. Will Smith films. Reference to Ebenezer Scrooge. Muppets Christmas Carol. Woman punches man. What's that? Woman punches man. Hot rod. <laughs> it's got Ebenezer Scrooge in it. Talking to oneself. Oh Elevator shaft. Mission Impossible. Civil War. Chauffeur. 
Die Hard. Die Hard. Yes. Oh. Who's, who said it first, guys? Oh. Who said it first? Well, it was oh. both of us, so we win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was powers and him. We had Dale said, said it as well. To be fair, I said uh, Dumb and Dumber. I was okay, going to say yeah, that yeah. for a reluctant here, and I didn't. Uh, and I very much regret that. <laughs> so it was Die Hard. It was, yeah. Dale, Magnificent. It's five points to the couch. Can you write it down? Because I do not have a pen on me. <laughs> uh, other keywords. One against many. Los Angeles, California. Male police officer. Skyscraper. Die Hard. Film number two. Halloween costume. E.T. Halloween. Scream. Fish out of water. Finding, Finding Nemo. Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie Darko. Because that bit where he jumps out, remember? <laughs> Is it Donnie Darko? It's not Donnie Darko. Fuck. Cult film. Fake slang. Clockwork Orange. It's not, oh. but good guess. Female teacher. Dangerous Mind. Nope. I wish it was. Hit by a bus. Mean Girls. Yes! Oh my oh! god! It's <laughs> a good film. Uh, five points to the table, Dale. Yes. Uh, other clues? Gossip, Africa, miniskirt, mean girl. <laughs> Hopefully you'd have got to that one. Imagine if we had. Well done, Cardi. Genuinely impressed. Title spoken by character. The Prestige. Robocop. Fugitive. The Fugitive. Terminator. <laughs> Hairdryer. <laughs> hairspray. Eye gouging. Ooh. Not hairspray. Eye gouging. <laughs> police chase. Is that police chasing someone or police chasing each other, like Benny Hill? <laughs> it's police Sin space City. chase. Okay. Sin City. Dystopia. Oh, I see. You said Robocop already, right? <laughs> Fifth oh, element. Blade Runner. Blade Runner! Uh, God damn. There we go. Five points Ooh. to the table. Yes, five. <laughs> five. Uh, other clues Mega Corporation, Neo Noir, Artificial Human, Blade Runner. <laughs> Didn't need it. Didn't need it. It's fine. <laughs> Film number four Female protagonist Alien. Kill Bill. Shakespeare in Love. Birthday. <laughs> What was that one? Birthday. 16 Candles. Bound and gagged. Not 16 Candles. What's the Ricci one? Black Snake Moan. Can't give you that. <laughs> uh, trapped Underwater. Casino Royale? Oh, um, That's a good guess. Nightmare on Elm Street. Wanted Poster. White Horse. Lord of the Rings? That's what I was thinking, but that's mad. Yeah. Bound and gagged? <laughs> yeah, I reckon the Hobbits probably get bound and gagged at some point. Also, True Grant. Yeah, probably. It's really weird. Rory looks like a Puritan. Yeah. <laughs> Floating Lantern. Tangled. Tangled. Yes! Oh! That was Rory. I'm that's... popping off. I think that was <laughs> Four points to the table. I think that was Bound and gagged. Uh, based on fairy tale, girl in tower, magical hair. <laughs> it's a 14 to 5. Damn. Is it? Ooh. Oh, it's a biggie. You need to get this quickly. And the link. Uh, couch. Although you are one man down, to be fair. So. Here we go. Film number five. The last film. Lifting someone into the air. Dirty, Dirty dancing. dancing. 
Used car salesman. Transformers. Good guess, not the one. Wish fulfillment. What? Wish fulfillment. The uh, dark crystal. Manufacturer. <laughs> iRobot. Gluttony. AI? Seven. Yeah. Oh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. It is Charlie oh, and Chocolate Factory. Oh, well done. That's six points. Well done. What's a tally? Ooh. It's 11 to 14. 11 We're to out. 14. I'll tell you what. If you can, the winner, that. winner, if you can guess the, uh, the link you get. That's mad. They're going to be okay, really well, annoyed at that. <laughs> and and, it, and, it, and it, is, it is linked to the prestige in a very, very vague way. Fantastic. So we've got Die Hard, Mean Girls, Blade Runner, Tangled, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. This is impossible. Anybody know? Based on a novel that's different. Yes! Oh shit, he's got it! Oh, <laughs> Bang! It is all five of them were based on a novel, just like the Prestige, which was written by Christopher Priest. Yeah, well done. Uh, Sofa, I mean, Sofa doesn't really take it, but it's nice yeah, to say that, that they That have. would be outrageous. <laughs> it would be yeah. moral yeah. victory. Uh, thank you very much for coming, guys. You guys thank are amazing. You. Now, this I hope you had fantastic. a lovely time, and uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> See you later! Folks. And that's it. That's the IGN UK Podcast Prestige Special. Hope you like it. And if you came along on the day, thank you so, so much for indulging us. It was definitely one of the highlights of the year for all of us. It's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.